So, Summer of Psalms continues. And uh, Psalms, are, Psalms are songs. And uh, songs are an amazing, amazing gift from God, isn't it? Yeah, songs are such an amazing gift for God. Like the worship team, like so blessed to have music to our to our worship when we sing. It's like such an amazing thing, and uh, uh, and also like the, the the power of music, how how it kind of like gives you joy. It's such an amazing thing, and how it reminds you of things gone by. It's like the other day. Uh, I was listening to an old song, and I remembered my brother. And like, wow, this is like in Sri Lanka, and like how, how he's the one who kind of introduced me to a song. And I, well, and I texted him, and like he was so encouraged because I had text, hadn't messaged him for a long time. So, so it, is, it is such a powerful, powerful thing. And uh, I remember when we were young, we were the uh, teenagers going to a, a East Coast uh, beach, and we used to play a, a police <laughs> Still, when I hear those songs, message in a bottle, <laughs> walking on the moon, <laughs> it just comes back, those amazing times. And uh, the other day, the guys had gone to see uh, yesterday, and uh, uh, they were playing in my life. And like, <gasps> for some reason, it's like always bright and amazing when you, <laughs> when you remember that stuff. So, yeah, music is amazing, and, and psalms are amazing. Uh, praising God, and the psalm that I'm going to speak about is 115 today, and uh, when I looked at, like, trying to get some background on, on 115, uh, Phil Moore's book uh, had a good explanation, so Psalms 113 to 118 were psalms that they sang at the Passover celebration, so the Passover celebration, I- I'm sure you guys know it's Passover, is like when, when uh, God uh, it, it, Passover is a, a, a commemoration festival that uh, uh, the Jew, Jewish people celebrate to uh, commemorate their freedom from being slaves in Egypt. So, and when they, they, they still do it, and when they do this, they sing these psalms, these 113 to 118 psalms, as uh, with their meal. So, before the meal, they do. Uh, 113 to 114, 113 and 114, and after the meal they do 115 to 118, and it's it is all about reminding themselves what God did to free them from uh, slavery in Egypt. It's it's brilliant. So uh, the, the the key things that Phil talks about is like, you know, at the Last Supper when uh, Jesus had um, uh, uh, shared the bread and wine and and uh, spoken to them about being his blood and uh, his, his bread and the bread and wine being his, his what am I saying? <laughs> so his, his body and his blood. Uh, after that, it says in scriptures in uh, Matthew, uh, like when they went out, like they sang a song and they went out. So it is these, Psalm 115 to 118, they would have been singing. Just, just while I read this, just in your mind, think like, the whole situation of like Jesus was, uh, because after that he went to get somebody and he prayed and and he was he it says like his 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 spirit was in anguish he it was it wasn't easy for him he he would have been going through like uh, like he says like can you take this cup over me dad but your will be done so it was it was a tough one for him and uh, I I. I 
I, I feel like he, this song would have encouraged him because it's like, I am trusting you. I am trusting you, Father. So it's, it's brilliant. So I'm going to read it to you. You guys, for, I'm reading from uh, the New Living uh, Translation. And uh, 115. Not us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name goes all the glory. For your unfailing love and faithfulness. Why let the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in the heavens, and he does as he wishes. Their idols are merely things of silver and gold, shaped by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, and eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, and noses but cannot smell. They have hands but cannot feel, and feet but cannot walk, and throats but cannot make a sound. And those who make idols are just like them, as are all who trust in them. O Israel, trust the Lord. He is your helper and your shield. O priests, descendants of Aaron, trust the Lord. He is your helper and your shield. All who fear the Lord, trust the Lord. He is your helper and your shield. The Lord remembers and remembers us and will bless us. He will bless the people of Israel and bless the priests, the descendants of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord both greatly and lowly. May the Lord richly bless both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, who made heaven and the and earth. The heavens belong to the Lord, but he has given the earth to all human humanity. The dead cannot sing praises to the Lord, but they have gone into the silence of the grave. But we can praise the Lord, both now and forevermore. Praise the Lord. So this was the song that... Uh, uh, from scriptures uh, and from the Jewish history that Jesus would have sung with his disciples before he went to Gethsemane. So, reading through this, like what, what kind of God impressed upon me are three, three verses. The first one is like, he will do as he wishes. So, in verse 3, it says, he will do as he wishes. Like, God will do as he wishes. And uh, if I was to do what I wished, it wouldn't be a good thing. <laughs> but it is God who is going to do what he wishes. And I thought we'll look at, like, he has all authority over everything. Last week, we, we looked at um, Colin Reminder of creation. What an amazing creation we have. Like, the universe is like you can't even imagine. It's so vast. And how the smallest, smallest thing and the biggest thing, and God created them all. And to this, his power is like you cannot imagine his power. It, 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 is, it is quite awesome. But that's just one aspect of him, isn't it? It's just one aspect. What about his love and his goodness and his mercy? And we this is what he wishes. He wishes that we all are adopted into his family. And to that effect, he sends his only son so that his blood sacrifice on the cross could cleanse us of our sin and we could go before the God. And not only that, then he gives his spirit to us and his righteousness to us as a gift, a free gift, a grace gift. And this salvation that he wishes to give us is, he's never going to take it away. It's a gift. 
It is yours forever. You might not live in it, you might walk away from it, but you are going to go to heaven. Everlasting life is yours. It is his gift. We didn't deserve it, but he decided to give because of his love. It is all about him. Yeah, we sing about it, we, we praise him for it, but I thought it's just good, good to go back and remind ourselves, Lord, thank you for your salvation. Thank you for the hope you have given. Thank you for abundant life that you blessed us with. It is, when you, when you sit down and look at it, yeah, be still and know that he is God. He has all authority, and he is for you, and he, he wishes the best for you. So, that is, he will do as he wishes, and, uh, and he is for us. A couple of, um, a couple of uh, stories that I want to share. So, a little while ago, I was made redundant from my company. And just before um, that, uh, six months before that, I was actually to be transferred to this new company that I was made redundant from. And uh, uh, because, like, the company that I worked for lost the contract, so the new company took on the contract, so we were transferred to this new company doing the same contract. But then... After six months, the new company decided, like, we're going to move the uh, operations to Leeds. So I am not going to Leeds. So <laughs> they made me redundant. But looking back, amazing thing was, this new company, their gratuity payment was double of my old company. Like, and that money was enough for the six months I was without a job. <laughs> looking back, you see, like, God had a plan in this. And in everything, God has a plan. And, uh, like, even <laughs> looking back, I'm sure, like, all of you, when you look back, you'll see his faithfulness, his hand upon your life. And uh, I remember I shared before, like, I became a Christian. I was quite a, I was a, I was a youth. I was in my, yeah, young adult. And, uh, but then I didn't join a church. I just backslid for ages. What a numb head. <laughs> but uh, my thinking was, like, you know what, I need to experience uh, all of the world. And like before, they, after I experience all that, I'll go to church. That was my daft, daft brain. But then God decided like, man, that's enough. Get back. <laughs> so he put me through this really difficult time. And looking back again, if it wasn't for his hand taking me through those difficult times, I probably would have been still <laughs> thinking like a dumb, numpty head. Oh, I'm going to go back to church one day. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I was such a waste of time. Don't do that. That was a bad idea. Yeah, get involved now. This is now. <laughs> uh, just to, uh, from scriptures, just God does have a mission. So like Job's story, you guys remember Job's story? It's just a quick one. How... How Job loses everything. God allows uh, Satan to, to uh, uh, affect him, and he loses everything. But then God blesses him in the chapter of Job, in the last chapter. God blesses him amazingly. You know what? I'm going to read it. Shall I read it quickly? Yeah. So, Job. And Job.
When Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Then all his brothers, sisters, and former friends came and feasted with him in his home. And they consoled him and comforted him because of all the trials the Lord had brought against him. And each of them brought him gifts of money and a gold ring. So the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life even more than in the beginning. For now he had so many sheep, so many camels, so much of donkeys and all of that stuff, livestock. He also gave Job seven more sons and three more daughters. His name, he, this is interesting, he named his first daughter Jemima and the second Kezia and the third Karen Hapok. In all the land, no women was as lovely as the daughters of Job and their father put them into his will along with their brothers. So God had a plan. He, he, he through, through it all, just remember like Job, trusted God. Job, Job honored God through, through the whole of uh, stuff that he was going through. That's a quick reminder of uh, uh, Job's story from the Old Testament. You know, we, God takes us through tough situations. God takes us through trials and difficult times. But through it all, when you look back, you'll see God's hand upon your life. Uh, this, this I want to share with you. This is a, a, a little uh, a reading from a, a daily devotion that uh, Emma had when uh, she was visiting a friend, a friend of ours, Tessa. You might have heard me talking about her. And uh, Tessa was ill and uh, Emma was visiting her. And uh, she, had this, she read this and was encouraged by it. Uh, it, it speaks of, uh, you know, the, the cedar trees in Lebanon. They were, they were magnificent, huge, beautiful trees. And they were cut down. And like, you'd think like, oh, such a waste. This is such a beautiful thing. But then they were taken to Israel from Lebanon. And they were polished. And they were made into columns. It says here... They were placed as a glorious and polished beam in the temple of God. Let me just read this to you. It is, it is, it is powerful. We, we should not be so quick to complain, but should follow the gigantic tree as the workmen of Hiram Kiram, king of Tyre, uh, take them down the mountainside. From there, we should watch it being sailed on rafts along the blue water of the Mediterranean. And finally, we should behold it being placed in a glorious and polished beam in the temple of God. As you contemplate its final destination, seeing it in the Holy of Holies as a jewel in the diadem of the Almighty King, can you honestly complain that this crown jewel of Lebanon was cut down, removed from the forest, and placed in such a noble setting? The cedar had once stood majestically in nature's sanctuary, but the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house. So the stuff that we go through God will use it to glorify him. You know, at the end of the day, you are here to glorify God. I, was, I woke up to glorify God. It's, it, it, is, it is all for him. It's, it's, all, it's all about him. So, yeah, everything that you go through, he is with you. He is carrying you. Remember, like, the footsteps 
the poem Footsteps. I mean, everyone knows Footsteps, I'm sure. And uh, it, it's about like, there are four, four um, prints of, of uh, Footsteps on the seashore, on the, on the beach. And uh, then uh, the, there's a time when, when there's only two. And like, that was a time when uh, you were going through troubles. And you're like, where were you, Lord? And he said, I was carrying you, man. I was carrying you. So yeah, he is for you and he's, he is, he's like a dad carrying you. So remember, God is for you always. Let me get some water. So my first point was, he do as he wishes, verse three. Second one I want to look at is, verse nine to 11. He is your helper and your shield. Trust him. I know, like, this, you probably have heard things about trust, and you want to trust, and, and it is fine, it is, it's a good thing, it's a thing. I thought, yeah, but it does help to be, remind ourselves what it is, what it is, trusting him, it's such an amazing thing. And uh, uh, just to be a part of his plans, participating in the work that he's doing is such an amazing thing. I just want to like, expand and see what, what uh, trusting is all about. Uh, I've, I've got this story. It's, it's quite an interesting one. I hope you guys like it. So, this is a story of a little boy who watched a tightrope walker as he crossed a deep gorge without a net below or a safety line connected to its base. The child was fascinated by the man's calm confidence. Before walking back, the man announced that this time he would push a wheelbarrow. Everyone applauded, including the young lad who, starts, who stared in amazement. The man looked at him and said, do you believe I can do this? Without hesitation, the child answered, yes, I really do. Okay, responded the man. Then he added, if you really believe I can, then get on it. Suddenly, everything changed. Before mere belief was enough, fascination was enough, but this required perfect trust. So, like this picture of like perfect trust in, in God. Is that where you are? Is that where I am? Sometimes, sometimes. So, what is it that... Uh, what, is, what does it make, make it hard to trust? If Jesus was push, pushing the wheelbarrow across a tightrope walk, tightrope, yeah, we trust him. I know he's, he's safe because we know him. He's going to be fine. He's God. He, he can do it. But when it comes to trusting another person, maybe, uh, uh, will, that, will that, are you still confident of God helping this person to help you? Uh, just to, to, uh, I remember uh, uh, in Sri Lanka driving on the, uh, on the mountain roads. Sometimes this uh, uh, driver uh, was our, who was our, also our uh, tour guide was uh, taking pretty serious risks, overtaking on bands and, and <laughs> like, but then I decided like, this is, I should relax. This guy has done this so many times. He knows what he's doing. Come on, relax. <laughs> I had to tell myself, relax. It's going to be fine. 
Yeah, we survived. It was good. <laughs> it was, yeah, it, it really helped. It, yeah, there are times that you, you got to trust God that God would help the person that you are depending on will do the right thing. Will, uh, he will have the necessary uh, skill or whatever that they, they need to, uh, to, uh, to take you through stuff. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah, this is, this is how I see trust. So trust him. Um, is it another, another interesting story that I want to quickly, uh, quickly uh, share with you. What's the time like? Okay. So this was about a, a, a Christian in, in Italy. And uh, it was a time when uh, there was persecution of Christians. And uh, this guy was uh, escaping from uh, people who were after him. And uh, he went into a cave uh, to hide from them. So, um, yeah, he was uh, Felix of Nola, was escaping his enemies. And he, too, took temporary refuge in the cave. He had a scare. Scarcely, he had scarcely entered the opening of the cave before a spider began to weave its web across the small opening. What remarkable, with remarkable speed, the insect completely sealed off the mouth of the cave with an intricate web, giving the appearance that the cave had not been entered for many weeks. As Felix's pursuers passed by, they saw the web and didn't even bother to look inside. Later, as, as the godly fugitive stepped out into the sunlight, he uttered these insightful words, where God is, a spider's web is a wall. Where he is not, a wall is a spider's web. I thought I was like, mm. you know, when, God, when you're trusting God, a spider comes in and does the thing, protects you. Yeah? It, it is like that. It really is like that. If you look at your life, you like, you'll see how, how many times God, God's kind of taken you through stuff and protected you and, and uh, made, made sure that you were fine. So, yeah, remember that. Uh, a spider's web is a wall when you're trusting God. What, what would, uh, when I was um, going through, uh, going through uh, like trying to prepare for this, uh, one of the things that uh, uh, kind of brought my attention to, uh, God brought my attention to was like David. David really trusts God. In, in the Psalms, you'll see him uh, uh, praising God and like saying like, I trust you. And, uh, and also, David's encounter with Goliath shows like he trusted God massively. And I thought something that, uh, uh, that would help me would be like his, his, what he did was he reminded himself how God's been faithful to him. And then he looked ahead and thought, I know God's been faithful to me and I know he has promised. His, he Will do, he will battle for me. That is his promise. So he, he went against Goliath with that, with that trust, with that faith. So will that help us? Does that, will that help you? Remember how faithful God's been. Remember how God's helped you in so many things. And then looking forward, knowing that he is for you, knowing the truth from scriptures, that he is for you. He does, he's got promises. He, he does our battles you know that he is for you, he is with you, and uh, the Spirit of God is in you. And no matter what happens, he will be glorified, and it is for your good, no matter what happens. You remember the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, Helen Shari last week? You know, they, 
they were Nebuchadnezzar, King Nazareth asked them to, uh, that it, was, it was a decree that you need to worship uh, this idol, but Nebuchadnezzar, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, no can do because that's going to grieve my God. I'm not doing that. We're not doing that. And then they've been sentenced to be burnt in the, uh, in the, uh, in the burner or a terrible death, I would say. But they'd say, like, even if you send us to that, even if you get burnt, we're still going to be obedient to you. We're still going to be obedient to God. Because as it's no-brainer. There's, there's nothing else to do. Being obedient to God is the only thing that we can do, and only thing that will give you abundant life, give you hope, give you everything. So, yeah, remember. Remember what God has done, and keep your focus on a godly perspective. Keep your focus that God is for you. God is doing your battle for you. And the third one I want to quickly look at is Verse 12 to 13, the Lord remembers us and he will bless us. And uh, I want to quickly bring a story of, uh, from New Day, actually. And it's a, it's a story like, um, like Rose brought today. So one of the youth uh, uh, gave everything she had for the offering. The New Day has an offering, so he, she gave everything uh, they had to the offering. And uh, so the, uh, the next day they went to the, uh, to the, the cafe or the kiosk that uh, was having uh, food and drinks and stuff. And, and the, this uh, youth said, like, well, I don't have any money. But the, one of the leaders said, like, don't worry, we'll, we'll sort that out. You don't worry about it. Like, get what you need. So uh, they got what they needed, went to the counter. And the person at the counter says, like, uh, checks how much, uh, like, the money and stuff, okay, and then says, like, that's free because I've decided to bless the first, the, the next 10 people, I've decided to bless them, and you don't have to pay anything. And I was like, yes! Like, Adele, like, 1,340 pounds, yes! So, yeah, guys, this is, like, you know, the, the more you trust God, the more you'll trust God because you'll see his faithfulness and you'll see it's like it, it has a, yeah, so when you look back, you trusted God, it worked, and you are motivated to trust him more. Yeah, trust him. Uh, so quickly, Psalm 139, so it's, he remembers us in detail. So I just want to read it to you. Oh, Lord, you have looked through me and have known me. You know when I sit down and when I get up. You understand my thoughts from afar away. You look over my path and my lying down. You know all my ways very well. Even before I speak a word, O Lord, you know it all. You have closed me in from behind and front. You have laid your hand upon me. All you know is too great for me. It is too much for me to understand. Where can I go from your spirit or where can I run away from where you are? If I go to heaven, you are there. If if I make my bed in the place of the dead, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning or live in the furthest place, furthest part of the sea, even there your hand will lead me and your right hand will hold me. If I say for sure the darkness will cover me and the light around me will be 
be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you, and the night is as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. Guys, this is, this is God. He knows us. Even before we think a thought, he knows it. This is God who ignites the sun. Can you believe it? Nick, can you believe it? <laughs> and his salvation is like, like what Nick brought, like the most valuable pearl is not as valuable as God's salvation to us. This is our God. He's for us. He's with us. He battles for us. And he, he's like a dad who wants the best for, for you. I just want to share something that, um, that um, wasn't, that wasn't a huge story, but uh, I got a bit of time, so I'm going to quickly share this. So in, uh, in, um, in Sri Lanka, there's this rock that we go to called Sigiriya. We climb it because it's, uh, it's, it's quite an amazing place. That uh, If you ever go to Sri Lanka, I'm sure everyone who goes to Sri Lanka climbs this rock. Robin and Tessie, yeah, we do, yes. <laughs> we do. So we climb this, and uh, on top there, like you see on the, on the uh, when we climb, you see on the, on the face of it, like a wasp's nest, and they're big. They're like, uh, then the guy, the, we went to the guy, he said, like, don't make too much of a noise, because these wasps are not, not nice. Uh, on top, though, after a while, like we'd taken photos and all of that, and then there was this wasp that was like, getting to Luke and not leaving him. <laughs> he stung him once, and then like, you know, so like, we didn't know what to do. I mean, it's a wasp, come on, you just kill the guy. No, you can't do that because this, there's a, the, the, the guides are like, don't do anything, just be still. And like, I, I, I didn't know what to do. So like, you know, as, as a parent, like, what do I do? Ah! And uh, so I was like, go away in Jesus' name, I'm praying. And I'm like, I'm getting so close to him, so like that, he, he would come on me. <laughs> Didn't come on me, and, uh, but he did go away, and we there was only one stick, and we didn't have a swarm of them coming. <laughs> so it was it was brilliant. So yeah, uh, God was good. God God made us through on that. Yeah. So remember, I want to like take take this away with you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not trust in your own understanding. Agree with him in all your ways and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Guys, we, we, I think it, we like to be confident. There is, a, there is a place to be confident. But in all your choices, give God the first place. Trust him. And let your perspective be like a godly perspective. He is for you. And let it be that everything that you do is looked in that perspective in, through the lens of trusting God, through the lens of knowing that he is for you. And, um, yeah, and just remembering the salvation that he has brought you into is such a gift of invaluable, is invaluable. And just enjoy, enjoy the, enjoy him. Yeah. The Spirit of God is with you, guys. Enjoy him, love him, and uh, 
keep your focus on him.